podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the post-match pint in association with Purity Ale. And I could not be more buzzing. Dan Bardell joining me, Tom Julian. Dan, 1-0 to Aston Villa. What a huge result. Villa out of the bottom three. Still a lot of work to do. We're not out of the woods just yet. But, I mean, the relief that I feel and you must feel right now is uh, it's just undescribable. I, I feel horrendous, in all honesty. <laughs> I, I know we've won, but I feel like I've gone 12 rounds with someone. I've gone about 75 rounds with the toilet all day. I just <laughs> felt horrific all the way through the game. And when Keenan Davis missed that chance, I thought, oh, my God, it's going to be it's going to be the Everton game all over again. I'm sweating. I feel sick. I'm just an, an absolute mess. But if you'd have said to me through all these miserable shows that we'd done that we'd be going into the last game outside of the bottom three, I would have no way believed you. Believed you. I'd have just been happy if it was in our ha- if, if we had a chance going into the last game of the season to be sitting seventeenth. Now, I just hope to God that they they can build on this and just get another win and we have a, 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 a nice easy day because there is a long way to go and still a lot of stuff can happen. But thank God they've they've won. They've they've done it. They've beat. A top, a big six team, which I haven't done all season. They've kept a clean sheet. They've hung on to the to the lead. They've done all kinds. They've played well. They've done all kinds of things that they haven't done all season on the thirty seventh game of the season. And I, although I feel horrific, I couldn't be happier. Yeah, I mean the comments are flying in, uh, Dan. It's going to be very hard to keep control of them tonight. But to be honest, it doesn't really matter. Make sure you get your comments in though, and we'll we'll put as many up as we can, and we'll we'll read as many as we 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 can out. Uh, I just saw one which says, "I need a drink," and boy, this is this is calming me down a little bit. And if you are in the mood for celebrating, you fancy supporting us. Fancy supporting Purity, make sure you use the code hashtag VillaView for 10% off at Purity Ale online. Oh, you've already mentioned... anything to celebrate yet, though. It sounds stupid, but we've done we've done nothing, essentially. We've still got one more hurdle to go. And I, mean, I think, obviously, we're related that we win because we only tend to win one every 50 games, it feels like. But there's still a long way to go, and we've got to do something on Sunday still, in all probability, and... I just hope hope we can. Yes. But obviously yeah. I'm sure. Obviously yeah. I'm sure. <laughs> I was going to say two minutes in and you've tried to bring the mood down. No, no, no. Or, I'm just being or, realistic. Nah, it's, it's important. And uh, I mean, it, it it felt to me like it was going to be a long afternoon, a uh, long evening, I should say. And then 10 minutes in when uh, when El Mohamedy goes down holding his hamstring, I'm like, oh, we, we could be we could be under the cosh a little bit here, but he held out to the water break, then decided to go off. But but Freddie Gilbert, good to see him back, and he put in a good. put in a nice shift, didn't he? Yeah, I mean, I've probably played football more recently than than Gilbert in a, in a match situation. He hasn't played for, for ages, has he? But yeah. I thought he acquitted himself really well. I loved it when he made that tackle in the second half, and he was like celebrating like he'd scored a goal. I, I love stuff like that, and he's he's a great slide tackler. To be fair, he made one in the first half. As well, it was it was good to see him back on because I think he, he did add something to us. It was just an all round good performance. Everyone was at a, a six, seven out of ten level. I yep. would say I thought Jack had a, had a good game. He was more involved because we made more of an effort going forward. We actually were trying to score the second goal. We scored at a good yep. time in the first half. Trezeguet is the strangest footballer I've ever seen in my life because he looks hopeless yep. a lot a lot of the time. But he, 
to be fair to him, he's, he's popped up with critical goals in the last two home games now, and it could be a big reason. If, if we stay up, it'll be a lot down to him. You might have missed it at the end. Jamie Redknapp um, was was just saying as, as the final whistle went about how uh, how amazing Trezeguet was and about how how he's proved himself to be the best signing of the summer and all this kind of stuff. And I'm sitting there going, well, it's not true, but at the same time, he could he could very well be the man that that is is the reason that we're still in contention. Let's say for for Premier League football next year. Two winners in the last two home games. From his point of view, he can't do much more than that. And actually, if you look at his numbers in terms of goals, mm. they, they, they stack up. They're, they're, they're good numbers against probably a number of wingers in the Premier League. But he's been fairly erratic through the season. But when yeah. we've when we've needed him, he's proved his worth in front of goal. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'm seeing a load of comments which say Dan's finally smiling. So that's a that's a, a nice change to I see. Smiling last night. I was smiling last night. It was very jovial last night. I thought. Well, that's true. After we after we divulged a little bit of information, <laughs> yeah. uh, which we don't need to to go back on. In fact, maybe we should save ourselves and get our first guest on. Uh, Dan, yes. I think I think uh, that's the best solution here. Um, so Nilesh is joining us already from Villains Together. Nilesh. What what do you make of that? I think I've aged um, <laughs> ten years watching that. Uh, uh, unbelievable! You know what? The last say five or six, or well, five four games we've had, we keep we keep having defeat, and then we keep believing. It's been weird. We keep believing, and we keep believing, and the fans keep believing, and then you know it's as if the Premier League don't want us to leave. Um, and today it was just. There was one point where I just wanted to turn the TV off. Yeah, it was just I couldn't watch. Like I was just like, oh god, every every ball that was going into our box, I was like, you know, put my fist up and like thinking, God, is this going in? But we've done it. Um, We played really well. Um, I thought it was a very good professional performance by us. It was really really good. We did the right things at the right time. I, 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 you know, it was good. It was good. And I. If any player I wanted to score was was Davis, you know he oh. does work hard, and I thought oh, I wish he would have just put that away. It would have done him the world of good. But would yeah, have done, would have done us the world of good as as well. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. Done my, done my ticker the world of good. That's for yeah. Sure. Um, to just to just to pick up on that comment, Nilesh, I've seen loads of comments um, tonight and and throughout the day from other fans of other clubs saying that they hope Villa stay up. And I, I think that kind of maybe reflects our our history. I don't want to play that kind of big card, uh, big club card, but it, it feels like, you know, uh, the kind of the Premier League, what what does want Villa to stay? And, and I've got a lot of support from, from other fan bases. I don't know if you've seen that as well today. No, I have as well. And I've seen it previously as well, to be honest. When we, when we were in a relegation battle before, there was a lot of, Fans, fans groups that we used to meet um, back then as well, and they never wanted Villa to get relegated. It, it's, it's as if we're we belong in this league, um, and other other fans don't really want us to be relegated. Um, we're not a hated club, I don't think. It's, it's not like that, you know. Um, and I think we have that kind of feel, uh, which is really good. But um, yeah, I mean, it's good, isn't it, to, say, to have other fans. Um, not wanting us to go down. That's 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 positive. Yeah, but we've we've still got work to do, haven't we? But the refreshing thing for me tonight is it's the first time I've sat there and I've thought we looked like a team. We actually looked yeah. like a unit in a team. We did. We defended well. 
you know when when you're like moving defensively and everyone's moving in, in at the same time, we just we just looked organised and we looked a threat on the break as well. So as I say, I don't know about you, but that's the first time I've sat there and thought that that's a team tonight. Well, to be honest, I, I, I don't know about you, man of the match wise, but it's got to be Conta. He, he, he was, yeah, he was he, good. He was he was really good, like you know, and. It, Going if, when we the next season, he's got to be the first name on the sheet in that back four, back three, whatever we have. Um, he, he looks really good. I mean, and that I like that, him. that block, um, against Obama Yang when uh, when the ball goes past Mings and and Conser's just there and he does the job. And that, that was a that was a huge moment in the game, could have been could have been a turning point. They were they were really piling on the pressure there. Yeah, a really good footballer, Re- really rate him to be honest, really yeah. good footballer. It was good to see uh, Gilbert back as well, um, and and I thought he offered a lot, kind of going forward and and at the back. One for one for you both. Do you think he retains his place now for Sunday, or or he's certainly given Dean Smith a, a bit of a headache? I, I'd stick with him. First. Yeah, I, I'd stick yeah. with him. Um, he's he, he looked like he wanted to play today as well. You know, when they did that tackle and he, and he. And he and he cheered afterwards because he he, he didn't he really didn't lose in the corner or whatever you know he really looked like he was up for the game um, and he wanted to play and that's what you want you want players that want to play and, and give that passion fans want to see that um, so you know I'd put him straight back in um, without a doubt yeah he'll stay in but I, I don't I think if Elmo's got something wrong with his hamstring it's very unlikely he's going to recover for Sunday yeah. anyway and Gilbert has played the majority of that game. Like El, like Elmo did when he came in, came in late for Hawes. I think if you if you do well and you're on the pitch, you've, oh, for me, you you've got the shirt. But there was loads of people we could we could single out. So I thought McGinn was a, was a lot more involved as well. Again, looking a bit more like like his old self. He's not quite the McGinn of of August September, but finally now he's he's getting somewhere near the level that that he was before he got injured, isn't there? And a good second half, I thought a really good second half. Um, first half didn't see much of it, but second half I thought he was really good and he was he was back to picking his shots up and everything. So yeah, I was, I was impressed with him second half. So I think he's only going to get better now, um, which is positive for us as well. Yeah, absolutely. I, I totally agree. Uh, Douglas Louise again had a solid game. He was he was doing the work rate at the back and, and playing it forward as well. Took a took a little booking exactly where he needed to as well. And I think we've really benefited uh, from from his kind of. It just his progression and his development. He, he, he seemed a little bit more of a defensive role tonight. Do you like what you see from, from Louise? And is there any chance he's in a Villa shirt next year? I really, really hope so. I mean, you know when you first played that game, uh, the first game of the season against Bournemouth, uh, and we could really see his quality then. And when that goal, you could see his quality. What we didn't see, though, throughout the season was his defensive qualities as much. Mm. But since back coming out of uh, lockdown... His defensive qualities have been spot on. Um, he's been really, really good. Um, a lot of love in the in the comments here. Mike Stewart, Dougie is boss man. Uh, uh, JRG AVFC, uh, Douglas is class. Um, and uh, they're, they're, they're all flying through. I can't read them quick enough. That's how many comments we've got coming in, Dan, because the, the mood is the mood is good. And uh, yeah, I mean, like you already said earlier, the job's only only half done, if you like, not even that maybe, but um, but it does give us a massive lift. How what, What's the psychological thing, both for the players and for the fans, you think, just lifting us out of the relegation zone? I think it's massive now. Like, you know, when you look at the table now, and when the players look at the table and the fans look at the table, it's all in our hands. You know, it is literally in our hands now. Um, <laughs> we have just got to, pick up from where we left off now uh, going on to the next game and 
I think we'll. I think I think we will. Um, you know, we've we've played well in the last two games, um, um, but this game in particular was was really good. But I think we will. We will. We'll be okay now, and, and I'm really positive. Dan, yeah, you, you, you just look lost for words there. I think you're just in contemplation of a of a win. Well, because just seven points from the la- the last nine, it just didn't really seem seem possible, did it? We, I don't think many people were feeling that that we were going to do it. I mean, there'll be someone that pipes up and said, "Oh, that my person, for example, I'm sure he can genuinely pipe up to be fair yeah. and say that that he's been he's been saying it." But I've not seen many people. We've we've been down in the dumps on on the on this show yeah. after games. Yeah. But when they've needed it now, they've done it. So you just got to hope that that continues on, on Sunday because I still think there's capable of being many twists and turns. And that's not nice to think about. No, absolutely not. Uh, you know, there's there's so many comments here which which are just saying, uh, please, for the lads, buzzing, all this excitement. And it, we just haven't, you know, we've done this show every every game. And even after the Palace game, you know, there was, there was a little bit more optimism. But... Not like this. It's just been been absolutely relentless, which is which is a wonderful place to be. Um, so the, the final word then has to be, and there's there's probably only one answer to this tonight. Now, staying up or going down? What's the feeling? Staying up, hundred percent. Gotta be, gotta be. 100%. Thank, thank you so much. Plan. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. No, thanks really for having me. It. Thanks a lot, guys. Thank cheers, you. Cheers, mate. Take care. Oh, gosh, it's 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 a really really good one, um, and and mighty villain up, Mark Hattersley staying up, uh, Emilio Anthony, a fan of somebody else. Congrats, fan, uh, congrats, guys, you deserve to win. I saw an Arsenal fan on here earlier saying uh, the better team and and deserve to win. And I, for the first time, Dan, I know we had our we had our differences of opinion in the Everton game, but I. I, I I don't think Villa really put a foot wrong tonight. You know, the, the pressure in the last 10 minutes was agonising and, and horrible, but I think we all knew it was coming. I've put in my notes uh, just at one point, I feel sick. Um, and I, 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 But I, I think that was always going to come. And the way that the Villa dealt with it, obviously, um, the, the ball that hits the, hits the post is, uh, you know, our hearts are in our mouths at that point as well, just after Davis has missed and just before McGinn has his chance as well. But... By and large, we didn't necessarily control it, but we we handled it a lot better. It's not like Rainer was flying around making save after save, or they were peppering the goal, is it? Obviously, they they had a lot of the ball, but we we were compact, and as I, as I said, when Nilesh was on, we we defended well and we shifted well as a team when, when we needed to. We we got narrow when we needed to, and we pushed out and tried to close down crosses when we needed to as well. It was a, it was just a good game plan, and obviously, it was a game plan that worked. I think. Arsenal are probably a little bit fatigued, in all honest, honesty, having played at the weekend. They've had some big games recently, and I know Arteta shuffled his pack a bit, but they've probably got themselves so up for those games, it's it's a little bit more difficult to then come and probably play someone like Villa when they've not got much riding on it, Arsenal, other than trying to finish a little bit higher in the league. Their priority now is the cup, but they're still a great outfit. They've got, so they've got some great players. We, we kept a Bamiang. Very, very quiet out on the left. Lacazette was pretty quiet. He's a player who I think drops deep very well for Arsenal, but Louise kind of shackled him a, a little bit. And yeah, Arsenal had to change their system to try and try and counter us, if, if that makes sense, which isn't something you've seen too many times this season. They, they changed from a three to a four at the back. And I just like you say, I think 
we, we were very steady all night. We didn't really do much wrong. But that one off the post, I honestly thought he was just going to hit Rainer's knee and trickle over the line or something because he didn't seem to get full grasp of it yeah. after it came back off the post. But we deserve something like that because there's been so many suspect moments where things have gone against us this season. I'm not even talking about VAR, eh? just stupid goals and silly things happening. But we, we deserved a bit of luck tonight because we defended well and we were we played well as a team all night. Interstellar Dweller in the comments says heart was in the mouth when that header came off the post. Uh, you are watching the post-match pint in association with Purity Ale. Uh, make sure you get your comments in. Um, we'll read as many as we can. Jamal Acha, I could have cried at the end. James Thompson, fantastic performance from everyone today. Uh, Tom Eric Hull, uh, our team is back. What a team performance. And and Dan, that's something I wanted to touch on because I saw there was those times where, and, and we spoke about this uh, last night, in fact, where you were saying that Greg had seen the, the kind of team camaraderie because he's in the stadium. But tonight on the, on the camera, I saw concert roaring people along. I saw Mings shouting at people, Grealish getting involved. And it really felt like everyone was, was, was up for it. And that message that Tom said there our team was back it was a team performance that really felt like that tonight yeah every time the camera panned to a villa player they were talking to someone everyone was geeing each other up they were reminding each other of, of responsibilities I mean I thought Concer and Mings were, were outstanding at the, at the back you can tell sometimes when Ming, Mings picks up the ball he has to curtail himself a little bit because he wants to try and showboat or he wants to try and try and take someone on but he, you can tell he that's his natural instinct but he he curtailed it a bit tonight and was very very much safety first and him and Conser now they're an athletic partnership they're, they're, they're a good partnership they complement each other both young one right footed one let one left footed they just look like a, a good partnership and they've shackled a, a good front three there in that game yeah yeah one moment towards the end there which I'm I'm sure uh, you would have felt exactly the same uh, as me was when when Sean Massey gave that free kick against Matt Target. Oh. Owen Bradley couldn't believe the free kick uh, against against Target, and the, I mean it's a it's an absolute travesty of a decision. I can't remember who is it in Ketier who um, Pepe. It, it, uh, Pepe, sorry, yeah, yeah, who's who's brought down, and he's laughing when he gets back up, and I'm just he knows. well, I'm just there thinking. This is it. This is Villa, isn't it? And um, it's obviously a, a brilliant place for a free kick to come. And and it's it's Mings who heads it over. But again, the heart in the mouth situation there, where you just think, ah, oh, this would just be typical Villa. Something to go against us. A refereeing decision of all things. I'd have to come on and blame the officials. Um, but but luckily, you know, we we, we get away with it. And, um, and 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 yeah, we just we we're just able to. Uh, to live we should probably get him in because he sounds like the windiest man in the world. Hey, he's uh, just been muted. Is he on the motorway? <laughs> sounds, like he's on, sounds like he's on the motorway, Ander. Let's bring Andy straight in uh, because we uh, we need to chat with him and hopefully it won't sound like he's he's living in a tornado. He needs to keep still. There he is. Andy, we'll get you back off mute if we can. Uh, how are you? How's the heart, first of all? Uh, what did you make of tonight? Still on mute. Get yourself off mute, sir. Come on. It's 2020. <laughs> Everyone needs to know how to use a computer at this day. Yeah, there we are. There we are. I'm yeah. off mute now. You are. <laughs> are we doing you right? Uh, yeah, I, I think mean, so, yeah. I think we've shaved a few years off the life, but apart from that, how are you? Uh, that was the longest 90 minutes. I can remember it. Yeah, even in the even the player final wasn't like that, was it? It was uh, it was incredible, really. And I have to say that 
every single player, every single player ran their socks off tonight. It was it was full sort of balls to the wall stuff, wasn't it? Mm. Oh, yeah, it was really... a great performance, like, like we've said, and I think every Villa fan, I don't, I don't, obviously you'll go on social media after the games and someone will probably be, be getting stick, but I thought everyone that was that was on the pitch tonight, that 11, 12, 13, however many there was that played the game, they all put in a shift and they all worked well as a unit, didn't they, Ander? Absolutely, absolutely. I, I, I don't think you can you can criticise anyone. I, th- I thought there was a, a real sort of game plan tonight. It was... I suppose similar. We've seen it building up. I think over over a few games actually. Crystal Palace. I even think Liverpool away. There was a game plan in place, but sometimes it's worked better than others. Um, I just think I just think everyone did their jobs tonight. You know, whether they were spectacular or not, everyone did their job. I thought, and I have to say, I think Jack Grealish really turned up. If it, if it is his last game. You know, he really, he really, he saved his best performance of lockdown since lockdown to tonight, didn't he? Really? Yeah, I was watching a few of the the highlight reels that were going round um, today, and and there's a couple of couple of key moments where he curls, where where he cuts in and, and curls a ball in and, and scores beautiful goals. And I thought that was that was shaping up for him tonight. Yeah. There, there was a there was a great opportunity. And to be honest, if we're being super critical, maybe he should have done better with with that start, <laughs> Daddy. I mean, it doesn't matter now, so so it'll be okay. But I mean, yeah. he he looked like the old kind of talismanic guy yeah. that, that we've 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 come to to know and love, didn't he? Tonight, he he g'd everybody on, but he also played um, with that with that kind of cavalier attitude that we're we're so familiar with. He did, he did, and I, I I'm just thinking back to a, an interview he did around around Christmas time, I think, where he he, he was asked about Villa's survival, and he just said. He just said, we ain't, we ain't going down, you know, and he, he looked in the camera and said, we ain't going down. And maybe maybe that's going to come right, you know, maybe he's, that, that's going to be true. Um, but, yeah, absolutely, he was he was a lucky, I th- that, uh, you know, I really thought that ball was in. Um, that, that first, that, that shot in the first half, I, I, th- I thought it was going in the top corner. I was, I was off my seat, if I'm honest, you know. Um, but, yeah, he was superb. And I just think, I just think that left side where, with him, Connor, who was, who was great again tonight, and Target, they just link up so well. They just know where each other are going to be, I think, and, and, and it just works so well down that side. Um, I, I don't really understand why, why it hasn't been used more often, really, that, that three. But. Yeah, I completely agree with you. The, the, the just balance of the team looks better, I think, when you've got Jack on the left and Connor on the left-hand side of the central mid, and they, they can switch over when they need to. They've both got good game intelligence. But tonight was one of those rare nights where you're watching the game before as well, and just everything's going right. I was tweeting every step of the way tonight, saying, oh, we're a quarter of the way there, we're halfway there. But you know, going I didn't like that, last... that at all, by no, the way. No, no, but you, know what? You, you go into that last quarter just thinking, this is where it always goes wrong, this, this is Villa, but... It, did, it just didn't happen. It's one of those rare nights, isn't it, Andy, where just everything's gone right? Yeah, I mean, even even Nketiah heading it off the post from two yards and it bounces. And even, like, Rainer looked like he dropped it and he still yeah. got it. It's just, you kind of think then, that's that's us over the line, you know. But again, it's... Then you see Davis miss the chance and you, you think back to El Ghazi the other night and... And you think that's it, you know, we're, we're struggling now, we've, you know, we've got to hang on again. Um, 
But I, just, I, I mean, I, I was having obviously messages, and I've, I've got a mate who's a West Ham fan, and he was saying, "No, just relax. You're fine. You're in control." And I think that's it. I think from a neutral perspective, maybe we were in more control than 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 we felt because we we know our team, don't we? And you know, but there's some growth there tonight. I, I think I think even a few weeks ago, that's a game we don't win. Somehow we contrived to lose it, and I think there's some growth there, um, particularly with the back, the back five with Douglas, you know, Douglas Louise in front. You know, there's there's some real kind of growth there, and I I, I like it. You know, you almost feel excited for next season if we stay up. <laughs> well, that's not just because there does have to, I guess, there does have to be a measure of of. The, the, it's not the last game to, tonight. You know, you still got one more to go. But how much confidence are the lads going to take into into that final game against West Ham now, coming off the back of a huge win, but a great team performance? Matt Targets just tweeted actually um, with with the f bomb, but effing get in there. You know, one more hurdle to go. But then there's this this team spirit that we just talked about seems to be back. How much psychologically is that going to boost them for for Sunday's final showdown? Psychologically, unbelievably so. The only thing I worry about is the is what they've left out on the field tonight. Right. They ran their socks off tonight, and it would have been a massive emotional relief, I think, to to get back in that the dressing room with the three points. The next few days is just about recovering and getting the lad, getting them back down to earth to go to go again because the you know you go and beat West Ham and you. have it's in our hands now, isn't it? But that's the that's the challenge for 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 the for the coaching staff. I mean, Smith talks a lot about emotional uh, regulation and stuff like that, and that's what it's all about in the next few days now. But yeah, massive boost, massive boost. Yeah, Dan, I, I've just seen Mark Mark Hattersley just put in the comments. Person of the season, the Watford chairman. Obviously, just before our game, Watford Watford getting a pound in four nil, and and they were they were good for their defeat as well. Um, and and in equal measure, how much do you, how do you think the Villa players buzzed off that? Do you, do you think that they were were watching the game before, or do you think they stayed away, or a bit of both? I think I'd have watched it. I'm sure a few of the coaching staff would have definitely been watching it, keeping Villa in, the Villa players in touch with what was what was going on. By the time they'd have gone out to the warm up, it would have already been two, three nil anyway. So they'd have, they'd have known they're in a good place. And I think Jamie Redknapp said there'll be a bit of a spring in the step in 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 the warm up. And obviously, if Dave Watford had got something tonight, you might not have seen the, such a spirited display from Villa because that's bound to deflate you just as you're about to go to football pitch, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Yeah. I think Mika Richards said before he, he said that the, apparently um, I think he texted Jack Grealish and they were they'd watched the first half together or something as a team. Yeah. So so they'd have known probably at half time. I think City were two nil up or three nil up or something, and they'd have known that they were probably it was probably in their hands now, which would have given them a boost. Yeah, Andy. Final final question: If for for Sunday's game, do you make any changes off off that the finishing eleven, or or do you keep it the same? When, um, when... I, I don't know really. I mean, I suppose the only one you might you might look at is 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 the fullback, um, whether Elmo's fit or not. Because I'd always I'd always pick Elmo at fullback. I think for his for his experience and his and his delivery. Um, so so. 
if Elmo's okay, then I'd, I'd, I'd stick with Elmo. Um, I suppose Davis is a good shout, but I, I thought Samata ran his socks off again tonight. He led the press really well. Um, I thought he had his probably, again, his best game probably since Wembley, you know. Um, so the, the, the right back is the only, the only position I'd, I'd look at, really. So it'd be, I'd, start, I'd always start with Elmo. Right back. Yeah. Nice one. Andy, thank you so much for joining us. Massively appreciate it. Um, and hopefully we can all look forward to Sunday together. Absolutely. Nice one. Take care, lads. All the best. Cheers. Ta-da, ta-da. Dan, I mean, it would be typical Villa, wouldn't it, to, to see wholesale changes for, for Sunday. But uh, but I think I think I can uh, agree that that there isn't going to be that many changes. Samata looks like he's going to be the starter now uh, up front as well, but it might just be whether Elmo's fit or not. That's the real That's the real consideration. I think Davis, maybe Smith thinks that he works better as an impact sub than Samata would, because they're obviously neither of them are going, to, are going to play the whole game, I don't think. So I think Davis off the bench is potentially more useful than Samata off, off the bench. So I thought, like Andy said, I thought Samata actually led the line quite well tonight. Again, he was never going to score a goal, but I thought he, he thought he worked his, his socks off and he put the Arsenal back line under pressure, dropped in to, to defend when he needed to as well. So I don't see that changing. And I just think it would be Gilbert for Elmo because I don't see Elmo making it. Yeah. Um, what did you make of, of what Andy said in terms of the leaving it all out on the field tonight? So uh, Wrestling Titan says four-day rest should be OK. What do, you, yeah. what do you make of that? Because the emotional and the, the kind of psychological expense, as well as the physical toil, uh, you know, do, do you think Villa can, can be fully recovered and, and fully in the right mindset when it comes to Sunday's match? Yeah, I think there's enough break now till, till Sunday. And I think a win... Being three and B, and I think all these things, they'll Villa will be buoyed. Now we looked, as I said, we looked more of a team, but do you know what? We looked like we wanted to be on the ball a bit, a bit more than we have done in previous games, and that that comes from confidence, and that comes from from winning a couple of games and beating a team like Arsenal. Something that we haven't done all season will give all of them a boost. It's the last game of the season. They're not going to be playing football again for six, seven, eight weeks, however long it is. You know, I don't think tonight will be will be a bad thing. I think they'll all be rested, they'll all be recovered, and I think they'll be buzzing to get out there again. And a couple of couple of comments calling calling me out personally, not me personally, but uh, West Ham play tomorrow, of course, against Manchester United. So, uh, um, you yeah. know, so they they they. I mean, they're not going to be as an emotional emotionally invested I guess but they they still have to do the physical job against Man U uh, t- tomorrow night so uh, yeah it's it's still uh, yeah I, I mean I'm, I'm getting excited I, I feel like there should be a measure of a measure of composure in this still uh, but because the job is not done but it's it's hard to to keep that in check sometimes especially immediately after a result like that yeah, it's well raw coming on here and doing doing it straight away, isn't it? I didn't have any time to settle down and compose myself at all. Same for you. So as soon as we come on, like it's just just talking about it and try, trying to like gather your thoughts and collect them and get them out in a, in a rational way. But I'd much rather be sitting here trying to do that after a win than some of the some of the games we've had since since football came back. Yeah, absolutely. All right, let's get our, our final guest on of the night, uh, Mr. Henry Lansbury himself, Aston Radford. Uh, Aston, how are you? How are you feeling? Um, and yeah, talk talk us through your emotions during that game. Oh, you've got a little uh, bit of a uh, you've got a little bit of a uh, high definition issue. 
There he's got a long way to go looking like Henry Lansbury. There. <laughs> what? Yeah, what's going on here? We can hear you well, though, so that's the main thing. Yeah, oh, if you can hear me, we're, we're rolling. Yeah, yeah. We're rolling. Yeah, we're off the cuff. Um, now, I mean, to, to be fair, just just watch back the last 10 minutes. In, I don't oh, know what yeah. we're worried about. We're really in control. Yeah. In, I was sat basically behind my sofa, behind the table. I couldn't watch it. I just watched the last 10 minutes back, and we looked absolutely fine. It's really, really strange where all season we've had these late defensive issues. In tonight, it was just like... You, you thought we'd have seen these one nils out for, for time. It's yeah, really, really, really bizarre. Obviously, absolutely delighted. And I thought performance-wise, we were superb. Shout out to Gilbert because for a bloke that hasn't kicked a ball in, in so long, he was yeah, absolutely yeah, top notch. In I think that was Jack's best game since the like resume of obviously COVID by an absolute country mile. I thought that I thought Jacko was absolutely outstanding. Do you think, in some ways, the fact that we shipped that goal so so late at Everton, do you think that some in some ways added some concentration to us because it was still raw and they just didn't want it to happen again? It's got to. I think you've got. I think in that situation, like I said, the Everton late goal was obviously so close, but yet so far. I think I said like a mindset. It's got to be a little switch, a little flip, which which players say actually yeah, stand up and be counted for it. Let's not make these silly little mistakes, which it was. The Everton goal was a silly little mistake. Target. Got caught ball watching, lost his man. And to be fair, Walcott should never had that much space and time in the box in the first place. And tonight we just made sure that didn't happen. We didn't even give them a chance for that to happen either. We didn't give away a silly corner or a silly set play in a silly area in the last five, ten minutes or so, which prevented any opportunity for Arsenal to score um, from a set piece, which has also been our Achilles heel all season as well. Yeah. Uh, ben Hatfield in the comments here, Aston says, credit to Smith tonight, good game management. That's something we've been a little bit critical of um, in, in the in the, in the the run-up. You know, we've seen kind of similar substitutions all the way through, but he changed his formation a little bit, brought, brought Davis on as well um, at the right time. What, what did you make of Smith uh, kind of in a, long, a longer term, so since the lockdown, but also in tonight's, uh, tonight's match? In tonight's game, it's strange because we played um, a bit like last season, that 4-1-4-1, where we had a deeper holding midfielder. And then, um, then so in terms of tonight, it was obviously Connor and McGinn in front of Louise in the first half. And then we seen the tweak at halftime, which baffled me slightly, considering I thought the first half we, we looked really, really bright and promising. Yeah. And it took us probably 10, 15 minutes to settle in sort of new kind of shape where he kind of, freed McGinn up as such and dropped Connor in alongside Louise and gave us it gave us a bit more of an attacking impetus in terms of McGinn he got into the box had a had a decent strike which he stung the palms of the keeper so yeah I thought I thought Smith tonight tactically timed it very well and also tonight as well substitutions were absolutely bang on the money where against Everton before they scored their equaliser I think we only made two subs or three subs out of the five before the Everton equaliser and I was thinking at the time, I was like, oh, I wouldn't mind getting like Nakamba on or just a bit of fresh legs around the centre of the park just to go and try and win a 50-50 or get the ball a little bit quicker than someone that's a little bit tired. In tonight, Smith got like, absolutely bang on with that that change. Nakamba for Connor. Connor. Connor was fine, didn't do anything wrong, didn't have a bad game. Just needed that that freshness in the centre of the park for us to be to be able to um to be able to compete a little bit more, which was absolutely pivotal with how the game was going. Because it's very unvilla tonight, wasn't it? We've seen a lot of things that we've been crying out <laughs> for all season. Just so many things you could you could probably write a list, but do you know do you know what I mean? It just just felt very unvilla like. And I've got to say, when Nakamba came on, I was thinking I don't, I don't agree with that because, like I say, Connor had done nothing wrong. He didn't, didn't seem feel happy. Like, I didn't feel 
Well, he's he's never happy when he's coming off, is he? Yeah. But I just I felt like we weren't going to keep a clean sheet, so I was like, well, you're taking away your, your supply line for the only way we're scoring a goal at the moment. But yeah, what Aston says, the, the subs subs all worked, but it was very unvilla like all night, wasn't it, Aston? It was. Yeah, it's, we seemed organised, resilient, <laughs> knew what our job was, and we even had a goalkeeper that could throw the ball against the post and catch it on the rebound via his <laughs> knee. So it was just it, it it was almost comedy Villa, but also at the same time it was. Yeah, this is all right. We're rocking and rolling with this, and we're used to it. It was, yeah, it's just strange how football can be. How you can look in absolute shambles for 75, 80 percent of the season, and then for two, three games, you get your bit of a mojo back, a bit of confidence, and you're in yeah. in your up and going. It's it's a mental sport. I don't it know why is. anybody likes it. <laughs> Rob, who's a a Manchester City fan, buzzing for you lot tonight. Coming from a City fan, always had a soft spot for Villa, and I hope you stay up next week. Kind of an example again of, of the. Fans he was, probably, he was probably a Villa fan till five years ago. <laughs> oh, he's saying something oh. nice, Aston. Um, Barry Robertson says, phenomenal stuff, great game and performance. Thought concert was immense. Um, Davis looks shot and actually I was embarrassed for him. What's going on with him? I, I, it seems, I, I feel gutted for him, to be honest, because tonight was the night, that was the opportunity. And I don't know whether he'll score a Premier League goal or not. <laughs> that, that, you know, because that was, that was the chance there. He did everything right. He just can't finish. He's he's effective, but he's also a Sunday league player at the same time <laughs> in terms of front of goal. It's it. In the issue is I don't know. I don't, I'm more concerned what's happened to Samata for a bloke that when he first come in would look to make darting runs, looked a little bit lethal, would play like off the cuff a little bit, would be a little bit sharp. I thought tonight was a little bit brighter, but I don't know what's happened to him. Like we're, we're looking to put the ball in the box, and he's playing a one-two on the on the on the corner of the box, and you actually hang on a bit. We we need you. Needs you in between the two centre halves to get on the end of it because we've got John McGinn, who's five foot seven, and nobody else. <laughs> and you're you're our main outlet. So since uh, he since he met me and Dan in the club shop, oh, he hasn't been the same player. We well, did score in the cup final a few days later. Oh, well, that's true. Yeah, yeah that's, true. that's true. You've killed that, haven't you? Killed yeah, that yeah, storyline, Dan. Well, well played, Dan. Well played. Okay. <laughs> and just when you thought the night couldn't get any better, Aston Henry Lansbury comes on for ninety seconds. Yeah. What, what, what? Unbelievable scenes. What on earth is that hair about? <laughs> it was very similar to yours, in all honesty. Yeah, mate, I've got HD issues here. He's been on a 4K ultra high definition camera. He looks an absolute shambles. It looks like he's looked like he's had the same lockdown as me. Moved house four times. <laughs> uh, listen, Aston. Then before you go, what is the uh, what, what's your prediction for for Sunday? Who goes up? Uh, well, no, who stays up rather? And uh, yeah, what what's what's happening with Villa on Sunday? It's in our hands, which it hasn't been for a long time. So, And I'm looking at the reaction of a lot of players tonight. Jack at the final whistle claps, claps into his knees, letting out a mighty roar. Mm. That I think there's a little bit of belief here that these boys could just push it over the line, that one final push. Obviously, West Ham are home in dry. So is it is it that old kind of saying, are they going to be on the beach? Are feet, feet going to be up? Are they going to mess around with the team? But we've just got to focus on ourselves Go out there and same performance tonight, 120, 130%, leave it all on the pitch. And whatever happens, happens. It's out, out of our control as fans and his, in his supporters and his management staff, coaching staff, etc. And just hope the boys can deliver in, in, and see at home. And after tonight, the Everton game and the Palace game, we're on a little bit of a roll. So keep the faith and I don't think we'll be too far away. That's it. So we can do now. Aston, thank you so much for, for joining Cheers, us boys. on the post. Absolute pleasure. Bye, mate.
Uh, sh- sh- shock we win and I come on. It's just meant to be. That, I've been pestering Dan for a month to get me on, but... <laughs> wow, yeah, this, is, this is the problem. Too, too, Roy Keane, too Roy Keane for Dan, I think. <laughs> well, we need a bit of that, maybe. Dasson, thank you so much. Yeah. Appreciate it. All right, Cheers, Dan. Cheers, guys. Let's, um, let's uh, round this up a little bit. There was one stat that I knew they were going to bring up, but they brought it up. 15 minutes earlier than they usually do you know the, the conceded stat you know we usually yeah, the, get the, that one the, the villa have conceded x amount of goals in the last 15 they brought it up at 30 minutes this time oh, yeah. 32 goals conceded in the final 30 minutes um and just when i thought that i was like what? and then the the commentators are just trying to coax out that win aren't they or the, the equalizer rather uh, just yeah. all, all these little droplets in which just make us feel horrible as fans but but finally villa can talk about a clean sheet and um it just again it just feels like uh, it's something we've been waiting for that maybe as fans we've deserved to, to have a clean sheet, a decent performance and, and three points in the in the bag. Just how? How is it in our hands? It just doesn't make it just doesn't make any sense to me. Well let's have a let's have I'm a look delighted. at the, let's have a look at the table then. Um because I think that's the, the, the last thing we need to do here on the post match pint because finally, Dan, we can look at the table and it not look quite as bad as oh it has God. done. Yeah. yeah, what a table! There you go. Aston Villa seventeenth with thirty-four points, but how close is it? Uh, Watford also on thirty-four points, just a goal behind um, Bournemouth with the same amount of goals as Watford. So if they manage to win their final game of the season against Everton, they would go up to thirty-four. Watford obviously play Arsenal, um, uh, and we have West Ham, who are just a point at uh, a place above us. Um, you, you kind of look at those down and. and all three of those opposition teams are on the beach a little bit now. You know that that's kind of taken out of. I don't think Arsenal can can even get Europe anymore. Um, I think they could before tonight, but I don't think they can get Europe without the FA Cup anymore. Everton obviously not playing for anything, um, and West Ham are, are safe as well. So it's kind of an even keel, I would say, um, opposition wise, except for the maybe the quality. We've just got to win the game. You win the game and you don't have to worry about anything, which is an unbelievable position to, to be in. I, th- I think if it's not us, I think it'll be Bournemouth that stay, that stay up, to, to be honest. I think because the goal difference is so tight, yeah. if we lose and they, they win by a couple of goals, it would be them yeah. that ended up, ended up, well, depending on what happens with Watford, obviously, but it would be them that I would be, be worried about with, with their fixture against Everton. That, that would be the one that concerns me. But if we can just win our game, I mean, if... West Ham have got nothing to play for. If Snodgrass plays, fancy scoring a couple of earned goals, things like that. <laughs> Hopefully, might get the message to him, send him, send him a little message, see, see if he fancies that. We just the fact it's in our own hands though is just unbelievable, and it didn't seem possible a few a few games ago. And it it didn't even feel possible after the Everton game, did it? We were all down in the dumps about the way we drew that game, and it it felt like I I felt like it was over at that point. I've I've, I've got to be honest, but. We've done it. We've turned it around. And I've got to praise Dean Smith because he's remained pretty calm throughout, hasn't he? He's been saying all the way through that I think I think we'll stay up. I think we'll get to a get to a good place. He thought the performances were good. I don't necessarily agree with that for every time he said it, but he's remained quite composed and calculated through, throughout this. And I think at times this season he's had his hands tied behind his back as well. So I think he deserves credit to get, getting us to the last day because we have been a shambles at times, but. It's in our hands, and I cannot believe I'm saying that. 
Yeah, it's it's phenomenal. Daniel Keenan says, uh, up the villa, who was your man of the match tonight, lads? Um, I can't remember who said it at this point. It might have been Naresh. Uh, uh, but Konsa, Konsa yeah. was phenomenal tonight and, and really stepped up. And, and again, it kind of, for me, it kind of come down to the passion as well of, of the, that he was taking a real leadership role in the um <laughs> in the team um yeah so i would i would immediately say concert but i don't really want to i don't really want to highlight anybody above anybody else because i think it was a massive team performance and everyone did their jobs tonight yeah i'd agree with what you said i think gilbert deserves a huge amount of credit having not played football for so long and putting in such a such a good shift and a, and a good performance and like you say it was it was just a team display so i think the whole team d- deserves credit and it's Trezor guy deserves a lot of credit because ultimately he's the guy who's put the ball in the, in, in the back of the net, isn't he? I mean, the, the man that deserves most credit is Michael Pearson, who just commented, don't you know, pump it up. Uh, we, we need to highlight Mike Pearson because he came oh, on here what, what five, or, five or six games ago and had the biggest smile on his face, was the most confident Villa fan, certainly that I was speaking to, saying that... that there was not to worry. He even said, I think, I think he predicted results against Palace and Arsenal and uh, and West Ham as well. So, you know, he he deserves some bragging rights. Hopefully, the the bragging rights will still be uh, maintained on Sunday. Because I mean, ultimately, and not to finish on a negative note, but if it all goes wrong on Sunday, then all of this was for, was for nothing. But um, but we can enjoy this victory as it is, and and you know, look forward to slash dread Sunday as it comes. Yeah, shout out to the shirt army as well after last night. I said about wearing the 98-99 shirt and it's it's come good. A lot of people were tweeting me in their 98-99 shirts and it, and it has worked. So I'll come up with a similar scenario for when we've won at West Ham. Okay. Um, I might take, I might leave this as well. I don't know, don't know what I'll do, but I'll, I'll be in touch on social media with what the shirt, the shirt army should do next. I'll be in touch. Yeah, well, this is the reason that I donned this because, you know, we haven't beaten Arsenal since the 2019-2020 uh, season at home. So, uh, you know, you now... I didn't instruction at all. <laughs> I didn't have the LDV shirt. I, I, oh. I was really struggling what to do. Um, and uh, and luckily we won, so I could I could bail myself out. I should shout out Kurt, who says, Oi, I predicted those results as well. So, Kurt, well, fair, play, fair play to you uh, as well. All right. We're, we're drawing to an end here now, but if you are in a celebratory mood, it was a, a great result, great performance by Villa. Uh, if you do want to to splash out and, and support the podcast, you can go to Purity Ale and get 10% off your next purchase using the code hashtag VillaView. Uh, yeah, make sure you grab some quality ale. Uh, you support the podcast. You also support Purity as well, who are a Villa partner. So um, it's, it's a family. It's a family thing. Dan, what's the... What's the mood now going into Sunday? How do you think the players are going to feel? Do you think it's the weight off their backs or do you think the, the pressure is still there? How, how do you think they, they turn up to training in the next couple of days? I feel like a massive weight will be shifted just by not being in, in the bottom three and the fact that they broke so many things that they haven't managed to do all season. Tonight's taken 37 games, but we've, we've got there in the end to, to, to break a few things that we haven't managed to do all season. It'll be a big thing, but the, the key thing is as well, that we haven't done anything yet and they'll be keeping the same focus and the same mentality that they've had over the over the last few weeks and making sure that they get over the line. A lot of these players that, that were here last season, they now know about getting things over the line because they did it last year in the playoffs. So you've got to lean on the people that were there last season, the likes of Jack, McGinn, Connor, Mings, the people that were there last season and 
know know what it takes to get over the line, and we've just got to make sure we get over the line again on Sunday. But there's nothing negative that can come from tonight. Is there? There can only be positive things that the team team can draw upon and take from tonight. Totally agree. Great place to end it. So Dan, thanks again for for joining us. Uh, this was the post match pint in association with Purity Ale. We will be back on Sunday after the game, um, of course. And whether we win or lose, whether we stay up or we go down, we'll be here. We'll be discussing it all over a beer. So make sure you join us then. Get involved with the comments. Um, and until then, you know, keep thinking those positive thoughts. Dan will let the, the shirt army know which shirt you've got to wear on Sunday. And, uh, and we'll be back. But as ever, you know, up the villa. Sports Social Podcast Network.